Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a new year. Thank God that other one's over, huh? <laughs> what a bin fire of a year that was. <laughs> All we can do is laugh because if you don't, the alternative is, yeah, it's, it's not great. Welcome back to 2024's Two Girls, One Pod. I'm Evie Jones, your host. This is the solo app. I am recording on Wurundjeri land. You know, last year there was something like six rate hikes by the RBA, something like that. It could be wrong. Okay, there was f- I was close. There were five rate rises in one year. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> But what I want to say about that is to everyone listening, that has put a massive strain. And there's one thing I talk to a lot of people over the break, the fact that cost of living is now in the urban dictionary, they call it cosy lives, like (laughs) another thing to laugh about. But no, it's really affected a lot of people, people who are renting, people who obviously have a mortgage, big supermarket chains, I won't mention them, but they're upping their prices and still giving themselves massive bonuses and making massive profits. And, you know, it makes us really angry when it's really hard to decide what to buy, like meat being so bloody expensive or really simple staples becoming extremely hard to buy because you need to pay your rent or you need to pay your mortgage. And that has affected so many people in so many different ways, the industries that you work in. Everywhere you turn, something is costing more. You're earning the same or less. Everywhere you turn, you're paying more. And I I see you because it's happening to everyone, the majority of us. I'm not talking millionaires and billionaires. Like I just want to say that everything is hard across the board And the one thing I realised talking to all my different friends um, that I caught up with over my break is that it's affecting everyone. One thing that we can remember is that we're here for each other. We must continue to be here for each other and continue to talk to each other because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Like I said, for Christmas time, It's not about presents. It's about visiting people or seeing people. It's not about how much you have at the moment. If someone's struggling to pay their rent and you can help them, which a lot of people can't either, you may not be able to financially help. But, you know, for me personally, I'm struggling at the moment. Just having a friend who said to me, I'll never let you be homeless. You know, I'll always have an uncomfortable pull-out couch for you. You know, it... It, it does something. I felt safe. I was just like, because you never know, you know, women of a middle age, they're the highest homelessness crisis. It can happen to any of us. And I know that it could happen to me. I'm earning big money at some point in my life. And then all of a sudden I'm back to not earning much at all. You have to have these thoughts. You have these panics in you where you go, am I going to be that woman living out of my car? You know, I remember watching a woman from, um, <laughs> Sons and Daughters, she was like the biggest actress in the 80s and then all of a sudden she's on 20 years later on um, A Current Affair or Today Tonight going, I'm broke and I live out of my car and, you know, everyone just kind of rolled their eyes or, you know, she must have done that to herself or something. We 
we don't know exactly what happened to this woman, but I, I often think of her and how it could happen to anyone, especially women. So, um, and I know that the majority of my listeners are women. So if you're listening to this, I hear you and I see you. And if you need to have a chat anytime, please drop me a DM because you know I love to hear from you. Um, sometimes just chatting about stuff helps, doesn't it? I got to see a bit of family over Christmas and that's hard. But the one thing everyone I spoke to had a little bit of a shitty family Christmas this time. People who've never had shitty family Christmases had shitty family Christmases this year. I'm like, wow, this was a a real cherry on the top of a shit year for um, people that normally have fantastic Christmases. But some other friends had some, oh, my goodness, horrific Christmases. So... I know that you're not supposed to feel better when you hear about that, but the fact that someone was relatable for me made me feel like I wasn't the only one going through what I was going through. I had a, a little chat with my brother. My brother and I are getting closer in our older age. And it's funny because, you know, we've never been close. We grew up and my brother was quite mean to me all my life, no matter what I did, how I reached out. <laughs> She was always bullying me or belting me up. Um, and as our father, well, our mother has passed, but our father is declining in health. We seem to be getting closer, which is really good because normally money and property and all that, I mean, God help us when we get to that part, but normally that re- really can, you know, divide siblings. We seem to be on the same page. So I had a nice little chat with him about you know, our family and everything. And I said to him, I just want to be on the same page as you. And I think just saying that with my brother, it reached out to him and it went somewhere. And he said something very poignant. My brother's not a very poignant person. (laughs) But he did say, when I kind of had a, oh, complain about this person, blah, 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 blah. He was like, it's not about you. And he didn't say it in a in a condescending way. He goes, they're stressed about this. They're stressed about that. And I was like, oh, my God, that was – I didn't say this to him, but I thought that was so what I needed to hear to remind myself that me stressing about someone's reaction to something wasn't about me, even though I was the one that was copying it, that everyone's going through it. Everyone's going through something. So don't take it on if you can possibly remember to do that. I drove up, as I always do, I stayed at a friend's house who was away with her family in Hawaii and I looked after three toy Yorkies, which you probably saw on my stories if you follow me on Instagram. Oh, tiny little bit of my heart still up there in um, Mossman with a broken up. And it's, I've just popped it on those three dogs. But we drove up. Can I tell you the two really great motels that, oh, actually, I can't remember one of them. So I'm going to tell you one really good one. (laughs) Halfway between Sydney and Melbourne is Gundagai. And Gundagai has the dog on a tucker box. Before that part of Gundagai is, I think, South Gundagai. <laughs> Let's call it South Gundagai because I think it is. It has a motel, a motel called 
Bushman's Retreat, <laughs> which is a proper old-fashioned drive the boot up to the motel door. They allow dogs, cheap, easy, here's a key, go in there. It's got air conditioning, got the, a clean bed. What more do you need? Oh, me and the girls love it. We love it. And then we continue on our way first thing in the morning. It's right across the road from Macca's and Hungry Jack's. So you really can't go wrong. You know I don't do New Year's resolutions because I think they're funny and silly. But I do do goals. And I have goals for 2024, which is to be more prosperous, to really be more prosperous in what I love doing and making that my living. You know, I want to talk to you about my dog fostering. God, I love it. You know, you have one side of when it comes to pets, you have one side, the the rescue side (laughs) and the adoption side. And the rescue side is just no money and the other side is all money (laughs) And everything that goes with that side, so grooming and pet stays and all the accessories and money, 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 money. Um, The other side of it is a rescue and it's heartbreaking. It is extremely rewarding but it's also absolutely heartbreaking. I'm obsessed with my fostering at the moment. You know that I had Harry for a really long time we thought Harry's the golden retriever and everyone has been loving Harry. Harry is, I think I can safely say, one of the most perfect dogs in the world. Big call, I know, but if you met Harry, you'd probably tell me that he is the most perfect dog in the world, but I do have Sissy. So Harry needed surgery, all the things, and he's gone off to my best friend one of my best friends, Todd. And I tell you, Todd's never had a dog, owned a dog of his own. He's in his mid-50s. So this is a first time. And he'd looked at other of my fosters and he was like, "Mm, what would that dog be like? You know, I was like, no, 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 we're going to wait. And I'm going to, as soon as Harry came, I was like, oh boy, do I have a good match here. So it's so beautiful watching (laughs) Todd get well, what I call the dog person. You become a dog person where they breathe and you have to text someone about it. <laughs> so he texts me about everything. The way he's speaking about this dog is filling my heart in a way that only dog lovers understand. Like it's a, it's a joyous thing to watch. But when um, Harry left, he left a little hole and I had this day of just not despair but a depression. Like it was a day of heartache. I was aching for him. My body was aching for him. Um, and I know, and and I'm really glad he went to a friend because I get to see him all the time, like whenever I want. But he's not in my bed every night anymore and he doesn't know when I'm a bit upset and come over and pop his head on my lap. And, he, you know, he's a really intuitive dog. So I've often had people in Instagram messages say to me, how do you do it, Evie? Like, how do you give them up? I could never do it. And you know what? It's very rare that I have that feeling that I just had with Harry where I let them let them go and I'm like, this one hurts. And you know what? You, I never quite know which one's going to do it to me. 
and I think one's going to do it and I move on. Most of the time, I'm talking 90% of the time, I will adopt a dog on, miss them, and then I've got the new dog's new dog and fills that void. There's only been about maybe three times where it's been like Harry where I'm like, oh, I just, you know, and I still can't stop thinking about them. Like did I make the right decision with that new owner? Um, maybe I should have adopted them myself. So the answer to that is, yeah, it happens, but the amount of times it doesn't happen is more. You think you're going to want to rescue and adopt every single foster you have, and I promise you, you won't. (laughs) When you see a foster dog go on, one of your foster dogs go on to a family or a house or a single person that you've chosen yourself, handpicked this person from the various applicants that have applied, when you see that little joy that starts to happen between them and then they start sending you updates, that will outweigh anything that you have of, oh, wish I'd adopted them myself. Because by that time you've got a new one and you're looking for new applicants for that particular dog. And it is such a a beautiful, rewarding thing to do. If you've ever thought about fostering, please do. Please do. Sometimes it could be just overnight. Sometimes for rescues, they just need someone to go and pick up a dog and drop them off. That's called transport. So that might be something that you can volunteer to do if you don't have the space at home or the capacity to have a dog for a short period of time. But fostering is a great way also of getting your fill of dogs, getting to know dogs, what you like, what you don't like in them without actually having to adopt a dog. Um, So that's all I wanted to say about that. Now, on Friday, it's January 26th, which for some is Australia Day, some is Invasion Day. Um, Others, it's just January 26th. (laughs) For my brother and sister-in-law, it's their wedding anniversary, funnily enough. So, mean different dates different one date means different things for many people um you all know what it means for me which if you don't it's invasion day um I would love to celebrate and have an Australia day I don't think that's the date to do it but I do want to tell you about a few accounts that you should follow on Instagram because if you haven't already they these are mobs these are the people that we need to be listening to. These are the people that are important um, when it comes to this particular issue. So I just wanted to let you know, they're going to be in the show notes, so go and click on them if you want. But did you know that we have our own Indigenous podcast? Nova has its own Indigenous podcast now. Used to be Not So PG, rebranded as First Things First. It's Maddie Mills and Brooke Blurton. I um, would really love it if you'd all start going and listening to their, if you don't already from Not So PG, um, it's called First Things First now. It's a lot more First Nations based and I imagine going to be a lot more information based um, and I can't, I personally can't wait to listen to that. The Instagram accounts that I I want you to know about, Dreamtime underscore Roha is my all-time favourite. These two women are the bomb. They don't talk personally a lot of the time. Um, Perspectives from their – they talk for mob and they advocate for mob and they do so many amazing things as well 
as being fucking hilarious. Like, oh my God, the driest women and they can rip white settlers, new assholes like I've never seen and I am here for all of it. Also, Clothing the Gaps, amazing. Like I get a lot of my clothing from there and you know the proceeds are going to the right people. Uh, Nessa Turnbull Roberts, another one. Wow, what an incredible advocate for First Nations information, education and advocacy, just informative. And, you know, the more you know, the hotter you are. (laughs) There's going to be marches on Friday in all major cities. For anyone in Nam, it's going to be 10 a.m. from Parliament House, which is lovely. So if you'd like to get on down there, I'll see you there. Please look up, easy Google, find out where your protest marches are. Have a kind day. It's a day of division at the moment. It doesn't have to be, but it is, and that's where we are right now with it. Every year the percentage does get higher of people wanting to change the date. So we're getting there. We are getting there. Um, Just remember that if you're backing something that truly, truly, really offensively breaks someone's heart, it's a good time to just say, why? Why would I want to do that? That's all I have to say about that. So good to be back. I uh, raved for a long time today. I apologise to Corbs if she's listening to this. I'm sorry. Maybe my producer can edit the hell out of it and um, get rid of anything that, you know, isn't needed. Love you all. Um, we've got our first episode back this Thursday, or second, well, first episode back with a guest, and it's Mary Custis. So please enjoy that. Rate, review, subscribe, all of the things. I'd just like to say that, you know, there's still – conflict going on in the world and I would be remiss not to mention that you know a lot of Palestinians have lost their lives and it's it's awful so don't forget that and you know the Ukraine still being bombed and the Sudan is still you know having a civil war and there's a lot of stuff so make sure that you you do know what's going on in your in your earth because we're all on it. Love ya. Bye.